0: Hello, everyone, welcome back to the pod. I'm coming to you right from the comfort of my own bed. I just came home from an in person job interview, which I haven't really had a lot of them because I feel like everywhere is just Zoom now. And so it was a lot of pressure to actually go into the office and go see. And I was actually really nervous about this one because it's one I really, really do want. Um, Let's just manifest it for me. I think it went really well. But there were definitely some curveball questions that I wasn't sure I answered to the best of my ability. But I think, nonetheless, I gave off a good impression, I hope. So let's just hope that works out for me um I literally told them I had a podcast because they asked what I like to do outside of work and I'm like I hope they don't try to creep me (laughs) I mean if they do that's fine but I'm just like I wonder if I should should have shared that or not whatever I'm gonna say they thought it was really cool and interesting because I feel like I mean not I mean lots of people have podcasts but not everyone can say they do it for fun so anyways Now I'm just laying in my bed because it's cold and I want the cozy vibes and it goes in theme with today's um, episode because today I'm going to talk about some like spooky stories that haunt me forever and other just stories regarding ghosts that I've encountered in my life and a couple more I've heard through the grapevine but... Before then, I just want to say, are you guys in the Halloween mood? Like, Halloween definitely isn't my favorite holiday, but I do like to partake in the festivities. I used to like to go to Scream Fest, which is basically um, haunted houses, but I don't know if my old lady heart could handle that now. <laughs> um, But the part I miss most about being a kid is getting excited for the, all the candy, and as a, an adult, apparently it's illegal to trick-or-treat which I knew for a while now but it also just makes me so sad um but otherwise to get me in the spirit for Halloween I have been watching uh The Watcher on Netflix um I actually did finish it um a couple days ago I think but I'm not sure I liked it all that much the trailer looked so good and I was so excited to watch it but it does remind me a lot of the first season of American Horror Story with the murder house with the weird neighbors and such. And I know The Watcher is actually based on a true story, which is horrifying, but nonetheless, some of the lines in the show were just so irritating. I don't know if like I'm the only one who feels this way, but when I just want to get through something or absorb information, I use the one and a half speed feature on Netflix and then sometimes on YouTube, double speed, but Netflix somehow doesn't offer the double speed anyways to be honest like I got in the habit of doing that um during lectures at the start of COVID and now it's like normal to me and people talk like way too slow so when I wasn't interested I'm like oh my god I have to watch this show in 1.5 speed it was just so hard to be invested in the characters because all of them were so annoying especially the main dad I don't know if you guys have watched it but the dad in it is seriously one of the most infuriating <laughs> characters. So whenever any, like, bad fortune comes his way, I'm like, whatever, you deserve it. And I wasn't even rooting for him to figure anything out. And the kids were not really in it that much, so I didn't care about them. And then the mom, who is I think she's Olivia Wilde, I think. That's who it is. Anyways, she just, like, wasn't giving supportive or creepy wife vibes like there's no dimension to her character so i just i don't know and there were so many plot holes at the end like the end didn't really answer anything and i know it's an unsolved case but it just left so many open doors with certain things that happened in the show if that makes sense so i don't know if you guys have watched it let me know i think i want to start The Midnight Club, but I don't know if it looks really bad, because The Watcher looked better out of the two, which is why I started this one, but it ended up disappointing. I also- another TV update, (laughs) Uh, because I just finished it last night, but House of the Dragon was actually so good, which is the spin-off, if you don't know, of Game of Thrones. I genuinely enjoyed it, like, it obviously wasn't as good as Game of Thrones, but- i thought it was one of the better shows that have been released so i'm so excited for that not excited that it's gonna take like freaking two years for season two but maybe i'll read the book to satisfy my craving in between anyways if you have any good spooky show recommendations let me know house of the dragon isn't spooky i just wanted to talk about it because i love that show all right anyways let's get into the pod Okay so the first one I just want to give a warning like there are way scarier stories that have happened to people but these were scary in my opinion and I just wanted to share and you know what I'm not trying to be a horror podcast so if they're not that scary to you just imagine being in my shoes. (laughs) So one of the first ones that have actively creeped me out my whole life after the fact was when i woke up one saturday morning i think i was in maybe junior high and uh usually my mom went grocery shopping on saturdays and sometimes i'd go with her sometimes i wouldn't and this time i just happened to not go with her so i woke up and i woke up to the sound of someone calling my name and she's like michelle and i'm like what and i kept saying what and our house is not that big so when i was saying what And she wasn't responding back to me or coming into my room to tell me what she wanted from me. I was like, what the hell? How can you not hear me? I'm literally screaming back at you. Like, at the top of my lungs, I got out of my bedroom and I just screamed, what? Like, I'm such a brat. I could have went into the kitchen and just, like, looked for her. But when no one answered, it sounded so quiet in the house. I was like, hello? And this is um, a point where we didn't have our family dog yet so no one like came running to me when I came out of my room and he was like I kept hearing it they just kept going Michelle and I was like what so I checked outside I went in the backyard there was nobody there and then I realized in the garage that like her car wasn't there so I was just like what am I hearing so I ran back inside because I like freaked myself out and my mom's room is in the basement so I like rushed down there just to check to see like i don't know if someone used her car which is not really a likely um scenario so i was like what the fuck and then it sounded like someone called michelle again from upstairs so i was like running upstairs and i was like hello and i wish i didn't say hello because that's just like the typical horror movie (laughs) response so i called my mom i think yeah i called my mom right away and then she was like Oh, I'm at Superstore. Do you need anything? And I was like, who is calling me then? So as soon as she said that, I literally ran back to my room and I went inside and I went under, under the covers and, and I literally waited for my mom to come home because I was like, what the fuck? Like it sounded exactly like her voice too. And like just the exact way she would say it. Um, And then when I told everyone that, one of my aunts was like, you never answer unless you know for sure, for sure it's a person. And I'm like, but I did think it was her. (laughs) I thought I was like in trouble or she needed me for something. So of course I would answer. But she's like, if you don't see anyone and you come out, don't keep asking. Don't keep saying hello or wondering where it is because that's bad luck. So if you guys ever encounter that the advice is to never answer to them because it could be like an evil ghost or something or spirit trying to imitate one of your loved ones to trick you and here's my stance like I definitely acknowledge that there are spirits out there potentially I don't know if it's quite like conjuring horror story ghosts and possessions and stuff but I definitely definitely believe that there is some kind of entity out there just because I don't want to deny their existence and have them prove me wrong you know so I want to just say I respect that they exist in our world or something like that but I definitely don't wish to have any encounters like I don't think I could stay calm I don't think I could live with it like other people do so That was one of the scariest things that happened to me because like, it felt so real. And I know it doesn't sound like much, but I was genuinely terrified. So that is my spooky story one. (laughs) Okay, so for the next one, I'm kind of freaking myself out. (laughs) Because I'm home alone and it is the middle of the day, so I'm fine and I'll power through for sure. But the next one, I like looked up pictures right before I started recording and I kind of regret doing that. So I was thinking I would switch it up. And for this next story, it's more of a broad story and it's more of like an urban legend, particular to the Philippines. So similar to my Filipino superstitions episode, but more halloween vibes (laughs) so if you guys haven't heard um in the philippines they have a ghost lady called the white lady it's not what you think it's not a caucasian woman (laughs) it's basically a version of the ring or the grudge that i know a lot of cultures have like something similar to her but i don't know if they're all their stories are the same but in the philippines um they are called the white lady or there's just one (laughs) there's not a they they're just one person so don't get me wrong um i'm sure there are different versions of the story but this is the one that i've heard the most from like all my uncles (laughs) um but just for background uh she makes lots of appearances only to men who are driving alone late at night so i think it can be different so I don't know if they can come out, like, in your house or something. Hopefully not. But it's mostly on the road, in the dark, and it's usually when a man is driving. So, I think she's a woman who is trying to get some kind of revenge because she wasn't treated properly by men when she was alive. So, period, girl. You do you. (laughs) So... If you aren't a man, then you should be safe. But anyway, she's seeking revenge ultimately. So what she does is she basically like pretends to be a lady who is stranded on the road, so a guy will stop um when they see her. She's just like in a dirty white dress and she looks like someone in need of help. Oh my god, it's so creepy just talking about it. But essentially, yeah, she just like comes and haunts you and then the guy that she targets and ultimately kills him so one of the stories uh that i heard was they were just uh driving home from school and it was getting dark and it was a father and a son and they turned the headlights on obviously as you do and they were just driving and suddenly like their headlights went off and they're like what the heck we can't see and then apparently my god I hate this part apparently when the son looked behind them to see like if there was anything they like ran over or some like wire that they tripped I don't know how that would work but he just turned around to check apparently when as soon as he turned around he saw the white lady sitting um next to like his backpack in the back seat oh my god ew I hate that so apparently um with a quick glance she had no face but it just, like, freaked them out, obviously. And they literally, like, swerved their car. And I think they crashed it and they ran. They, like, ran to the closest, like, store, which was, like, kind of far. And they don't really have traffic lights in this country-ish part of the Philippines. And they crashed their car, they ran, they got for help. And, like, no one obviously believed them. But it, like, freaked them out enough that it they made it their mission goal to, like, immigrate to the U.S. So... It scared them freaking out of the country. I would literally not know what to do if my son was like screaming. Like, I don't even know if I would turn around too. But anyways, that's what happened to them. And yeah, no one uh, claims to cross that bridge ever again. Like there's literally like a specific street. It's called Balete Drive in Manila that people avoid driving at night because they're scared that... Every man who drives this when the sun goes down will be associated with this paranormal, scary lady. And yeah, I was literally looking at pictures (laughs) before this and the pictures that they show are obviously fake, but it's so scary to just imagine that. But they say if you do encounter her that you should communicate and ask the white lady for permission to let yourself through. And I think like... I don't know the Philippines is really religious if you had like a crucifix like that could help but I don't know what else to do I would freaking pray probably but yeah that's the short version of the story of her I know there's so many others because she's um, in a lot of Filipino horror movies as well and I know this version of the story can be told in different ways so I don't know if that's the original but that's the one that stuck with me and every time I go to the Philippines even though I'm not one of her main targets I'm like it could happen so if you're in the Philippines on Balete Drive beware (laughs) okay before I get into the next story I just want to say I think it's so weird and I just can't explain it why I am such a skittish person like It would be so easy to prank and scare me if you were just like hiding around the corner or even I'll be in the closet and John my boyfriend will just come into the room and not even announce himself in a scary manner but it still like freaks me out and makes me jump but I still love going to see horror movies and I love listening to all these stories and like watching true crime documentaries but like I'm just such a terrified of everything kind of person like i will think of the worst scenario when i'm like walking home in the dark like i used to walk home from my best friend's house when we were growing up and she literally lived up the street but we would literally sprint home on the phone with each other because we were scared like someone was gonna abduct us and we lived in like a pretty safe suburban neighborhood (laughs) with pretty much people our age or like old people so we were fine (laughs) But obviously like you can't be too cautious these days so I don't blame us for doing that because look at us we made it here but I think it's funny that I am willing to put myself in this, these situations but like I'm ultimately scared of everything like right now I'm sitting in my bedroom and I'm just like scared that someone's in my apartment even though I know there isn't I don't even know where I put that in the universe I just scared myself again but anyways I don't really understand that psychology or that logic but Nonetheless, I find it interesting and very captivating. Even with reading, I love thrillers. Oh my god, this is a good place to recommend some of my favorite thrillers as well because if you don't like to watch scary things but you do want to get a little spook and it's interesting to you, I would definitely recommend trying to read thrillers and mysteries. It's a good way to get in those spooky stories without actually seeing the visual of it like on TV. Um one of my favorite ones is The Silent Patient. So that one's more like a psychological thriller. That one is such a page-turner with a huge plot twist. So definitely recommend that one. Um I also really love Hidden Pictures, which is one of my most recent reads. Um it's basically about This is a synopsis by the way, not a spoiler. It's all on the back of the book. Um a nanny who works for this rich family and she starts finding that the kid she's looking after starts drawing these really terrifying and vivid pictures and the parents refuse to think that there's anything wrong with it and she just kind of unveils what's going on through the kid's head so that one's scary um and then i also have read misery by stephen king but i don't know if you guys have ever read stephen king but it's different from watching his movies like it's a way different experience like this man is so fucking messed in the head. Some of the ways he describes things like genuinely worry me, but if you want something scary, the movie and the book of misery is really good. The story is just so creepy it's like bone chilly anyways, that is my quick book break slash rant, but my next story is didn't happen to me, but I happened to be there, so in 2012 i went on a cruise to the caribbean it was so fun we love me in grade 10 just like living a retired person's dream um but we went in a huge group with our family and we stayed in like all the rooms obviously so i stayed in a room with one of our family friends and our family friend's girlfriend so there was three of us they're basically like my cousins So we stayed in a room and then next door were the boys. And so we were talking about like spooky stories because obviously there are a lot of like haunted stories and myths of cruise ships because it can be creepy and a lot of people do commit suicide on cruise ships I've heard and there have been just like many deaths of staff members as well because it can be dangerous out on sea so we were talking about all of those but granted we didn't have any internet so we couldn't like confirm any of the stories we heard so keep that in mind so we were after a long day we were just like walking around and exploring the cruise ship so we were like let's take a nap so we all went to our separate rooms and napped and then at dinner, um, one of my cousins, I'm just going to call him my cousin, he came to the table and he was, like, so pale. We're like, haha, you just look like you saw a ghost, like so typical (laughs) like he was so pale and grant like keep in mind we're in the caribbean we're supposed to be tan and he was just like pale and just like oh my god guys you won't even know what just happened or the realization i made and he was like trembling kind of over his words and shaky and he basically said he took a nap and he has a history of having sleep paralysis so when he was taking his nap he thought he woke up but his body was completely like frozen like he couldn't move. I don't know what sleep paralysis is like, but I assume it's very like unnerving to have it because when you're not in control of your body, obviously that's really worrying, but nonetheless, he has experienced it before. That's not the scary part. He saw this kid just like walk into his bedroom and I think he said that the kid was just like going over all his luggage and just like asking him questions like, "Oh, how long are you staying? Where are you going? I love this restaurant in the like cruise ship blah 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 like he just kept like talking to himself like um not to himself but to my cousin and just like asking all these questions and my cousin was trying to like reply but his words were very slow and like he couldn't talk faster than what his mind was letting him do and he was just like who are you like what are you doing and like um his dad and my other cousin they were both still asleep and he's like how are they not waking up right now (laughs) um and then anyways this kid just kept like going around everywhere and the kid's like oh I miss I miss this place I miss this and he was like what do you mean and then the kid just like giggled and like skipped around the bedroom apparently kept asking all these questions my cousin couldn't really answer them and long story short he just like ended up leaving So then he like jolts up and actually wakes up and obviously the boy's gone. The boy apparently didn't look like a ghost per se, but he was dressed in like older day clothing, like if that makes sense, like olden day pioneer style clothes, like definitely not modern day wear. And he was explaining this at dinner and I literally had hair standing up on my arm and like I just had goosebumps everywhere and we were just like oh my god what was his name because apparently he ended up introducing himself as well and he's like ted and we were like oh my god he's shitting us because we had just i think the movie ted just came out so we're like of course you thought of like the first name that's like relevant right now to you so like we thought he was full of shit but then the way that we had tears in our eyes like clearly we believed him somehow but it's just like obviously when you hear people talk about these things it's hard to actually put yourself in their position and imagine it to be reality so anyways (laughs) we were like what the hell we're like ted is so random are you sure it was ted and he's like yes like i swear guys so we were like so invested in his story and he was like a little freaked out but since he's Come across these things before it didn't affect him as much as it affected us but we were like very spooked and every time we would like go to bed we we're like oh my god like ted don't visit us um and then the next day we ported into i think barbados and the lunch place we were at or something had wi-fi so we all hopped on our uh phones and we looked up carnival cruise lines and then we searched the word ted And apparently, Ted is one of the founders of um, the Carnival Cruise Lines, and we were just like, what the hell? And again, goosebumps all over my body. And I guess he died. I can't remember how he died, but I don't know if it was on the ship or during work or something, but he was one of the founders, and we're like, maybe he just, like, finds his kid spirit, like, on the boat with, like, all the other kids, and just, like, I don't know, is up to mischievous things, but anyways, that one, I don't know if that was anticlimactic, but (laughs) it scared the shit out of me, and, like, I still can't even believe it's real, and, like, there was no way he could have found out, because we didn't have internet on the boat, so it's not like he was, like, fucking with us or something, and he's not one to really, like, make up stories like that if they didn't happen, like, he's not the type, so we just, like, believed him so hard, and the rest of the trip, we were very aware let's just say (laughs) so that was the carnival cruise line ghost man or whatever you want to call him (laughs) so the last one is not really (laughs) not really a story but more of like a dream encounter i guess you would say like a recurring dream so like i said in the last story i've never had sleep paralysis or anything like that thank god But I've had this recurring dream which if you guys study dreams or something let me know what you think this means. I've looked it up before but none of them seem to like really connect with what my dream actually was. But anyways ever since so my dad passed away when I was six years old and I think as long as I can remember from the ages of I want to say eight to 18 i had the exact same recurring dream on his death anniversary like in that month so every month like i started to expect it so the dream was basically me as a younger kid so like when i was eight like i was about six so the same age that he passed away i was six and like i vividly see myself as a six-year-old it's not just like oh younger me it was like what i actually looked like so i had this weird memory of exactly how my body was how short I was like all of those things from the age of six and for the most part like I don't have a lot of memories um from that age like in my single digits I barely have any like vivid memories like I have memories here and there but not so much that I can like visualize them like if I could draw like I could actually draw this dream but basically it's me as a six-year-old running through a dark stormy graveyard it's like the middle of the night and I am so out of breath I can feel my legs cramping and my like body shaking and you know when your like knees just like give up on you I could feel that too like they were buckling and I was like oh my god like you just got to keep going and I could feel like the sweat droplets like going down my back and down my forehead and I had to keep wiping the sweat to get from going into my eye and I just remember like wearing this like yellow shirt and I was freezing because I was wearing shorts as well so like a yellow shirt shorts but I was also sweating terrified and I could feel the fear in my body but I wasn't sure what I was running from like I never turned around and looked behind me but I knew in my head that I ca- had to keep running and like I would wake up from these dreams with ah, uh, like my heartbeat was going so fast that it was genuinely like concerning. Um but basically yeah, it was just this dark, stormy graveyard. It was wet. I could hear my feet hitting the ground and I he- saw all these tombstones and like as I got older like every year I would try and read the tombstones because like I shit you not, like the dream would start and end the exact same way every time and like there was no beginning or end of the dream. Like it was just this constant like running. And then, like, I would just jolt myself up, like, when I would wake up from this dream with my heart pounding, my body sweating, and, like, I would twitch and kick and stuff like that. And I just, like, never understood what I was running from, but it was always the same month um, of my dad's death anniversary. And I was just, like, I wonder if he's trying to, like, tell me something or something like that, but I'm, like, why would he want to scare, like, six-year-old me? Like, that just doesn't seem right. Is there something else interfering with something in the after him in the afterlife and him trying to give me a clue did we do something wrong like me and my mom with his like the way we handled his death like I don't know like I was a child but my mom will often have dreams around this time as well like not the same as mine but he'll just like appear in her dreams but granted he was not in mine I it was just me like I was if this makes sense I was running as myself obviously (laughs) because it was me in the dream but I could see myself like as a third person like as if I was watching tv but I could feel like being tired from running so it wasn't like I was running with um my eyes forward if that makes sense like in the body like I could see myself but I couldn't see anything else that she couldn't see if that makes sense it's really hard to explain but basically it was just like a whole running thing of that and like I literally felt like I ran a marathon like every time I woke up like that's how exhausted I would be from that dream and like I don't know why it stopped around the age of 18 like it might have gone maybe the next uh, couple years after that but I really think it was 8 to 18 and I don't know why they went away and I don't know I've never talked to anyone about it before like I have told a couple friends about the dream but we could just really never get to the bottom of it and just thinking about it like makes me feel so eerie like almost like someone was trying to tell me something but I couldn't quite grasp (laughs) what they were trying to tell me I don't know. I don't know if that's creepy to you guys but it always like stuck with me that it was like a very recurring dream the exact same the exact same time of the year and I would be scared to go to bed like in April because I'm like it could be this night it could be this night it could be this night but gosh like you would think that there would be more meaning to dreams like I don't know if my brain just kept like conjuring up this specific dream because I had thought about it so hard when they first started happening but like even when I want to dream of certain things, like they don't just automatically appear in my head, but I don't know if I just trained my brain to do it every single time that it just happened. And then I guess when I entered my early 20s, like I just stopped thinking about it that hard. But yeah, it almost makes me think that there's something fading when it stopped showing up in my dream. Oh my god, my neighbor just made a scary <laughs> noise from above my bedroom and it scared the shit out of me. So With that said, I'm going to end the episode here because I'm already kind of freaked out now and I have to get stuff done, (laughs) but I hope you guys enjoyed the episode in light of Halloween get you in the spooky spirit. And if you guys have any cool ghost stories to tell me, I'd love to hear them or any encounters that you've had or experiences that you've had. Let me know. DM me on Instagram. We can chat. I would love that and I hope you guys dress really cute and slutty for Halloween. (laughs) Um, okay, with that too, I literally am going as Linda from Bob's Burgers, so I'm not even taking my own advice, so don't listen to me, do what you want, (laughs) have a great Halloween, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye!